When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included. All while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hi, and welcome to Car Stuff. I'm Scott. I'm Ben. Uh, we are joined by our super producer, Alex Williams, here, and uh, we'll see if... We'll see if a, a nickname happens somewhere along the way. See if something develops. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll be working in development. We're like a, a couple of, uh, of uh, high flute and Hollywood types now. Right? Oh, yeah, I feel high power. Yeah, we're developing concepts. Oh, yeah, sure. You know, I should probably get a pair of glasses as well. <laughs> makes you look smarter. Yeah, it makes you look like sure. I, I know where this is going. Well, these are, my, these are my old man reading glasses that I have to wear every podcast now. Since uh, we're in a d- darker room. You know the uh, the papers. What two feet from my face? I gotta. I need it. Yeah, pretty soon it's going to be a stone cell with just candlelight. <laughs> uh, well, we're not going backwards. Hopefully, it'll get better in here, right? Maybe get some couches, something yeah. like that. Big yeah, big screen man. TV. Maybe even clean up. Maybe you'll just have to get like a, a monocle. Be oh, fancy. Yeah, you're right. We've talked about monocles. Oh times. yeah, yeah. Your idea with uh, two monocles. <laughs> Those are just classes, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we've got an uh, we've got an interesting topic to get to. Why my, my voice is a little squeaky today? I apologize. It's uh, it's just about ready to go out of me. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see how long I can hang in there today. But um, we do have what I think is an interesting topic. It's about cars that. Uh, well, I, I guess I've, I've heard them called zombie cars, which isn't quite accurate. There's another thing that would be a zombie car. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, but, but it's cars that are. Um, Kind of on life support. These are the cars that, um, you know, are ready to go, but uh, haven't quite left the dealer yet. Right. So some of these cars uh, might be easily spotted uh, by still being in a dealership now in 2017, but everybody knows they're not going to make it to 2018. Yeah. Or as there's a model year. Yeah. And they could be a 2016 model year still on the lot in 2017. Yeah. Or th- there's a couple that I want to talk about too that, um, 
our 2017 model years that are going to be going away for 2018. So these are cars that are, are future, um, you know, not dead yet cars maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, like Mark Twain, the rumors of their death were greatly exaggerated. <laughs> exactly right, yeah. You know, this is an article that I uh, ran across in Autoblog, autoblog.com if you want to follow along with this. And it's called uh, Zombie Cars, Seven Discontinued Vehicles That Aren't Dead Yet. Now, zombie cars, I don't know, that seems to me like that's uh, – well, a couple of things. Uh, zombies, usually, it doesn't mean it's come back from the dead, really. I don't think right. that's maybe an appropriate uh, <clears throat> title for this one. These are like almost like uh, cars that are on life support, but the doctors already know what's going to happen. Yes, exactly right. That's, a, that's Which a is way, way longer and more depressing. So, so the idea is that um, you know these are cars that have been discontinued, cars that uh, – and even brands, I guess, in some cases – uh, that have been discontinued. And this happens to nearly every car. I mean, there are very few cars out there that have had a continuous run from, you know, uh, let's, uh, you know what, maybe I shouldn't say that. There's very few cars that have made decades long runs. Uh, you know, not many of them that do that. They, a lot of them end up going, uh, going away after, at a certain point because they become, uh, redundant with other vehicles that are in the lineup. Right. Uh, people simply don't want them anymore. They don't buy them. They have features that are outdated. Uh, the cost to, um, you know, completely redesign them would be so much that they just decide to forego that and come out with a completely new model that suits the suits the needs of their buyers in a better way. Uh, there's there's a lot of reasons why a car or even a brand might go away. And what I do like about this article, this auto blog article, well, lots of things, but uh, one thing in particular is that they have right up to the moment, or right up to the minute of this thing being published, they have the sales numbers. Yeah. And I like that it's, you know, a year total from January 1st all the way through today. Uh, I shouldn't say today, um, as of September 1st. This is when this was written. So I would say that these numbers are probably accurate through August 31st, if you want to look at it that way. August 31st of 2017. Uh, but they also have a, a monthly sales total. So they were, they were, um, telling us how many models had sold of, of the cars we'll talk about in that month. So in August of 2017, how many they had sold and, not giving anything away, but you know, on the, of the seven on the list, the the, uh, the one that sold the most, the, the one that we'll talk about first, only sold twenty six vehicles. And for a big manufacturer, that's not a lot of vehicles. If you're talking about a you know a smaller boutique manufacturer, uh, you know somebody who does supercars, something like that, you know, a few cars like that, that's not bad. But when you're talking about a major worldwide brand, that's obscene. Twenty six is pretty low. That's uh, depend on the internal. Uh, scenarios that could be a fireable number. Well, it could be, and you know there there are a couple of factors that play into this. Of course, the cars we're talking about are discontinued, so you know people are maybe not too hot about buying that vehicle, or or you know what, it could be that it's the steel. Then you know that's that's the one you want to get because that's the one they want off the lot. Um, but you can look at it a couple of different ways. I mean, you can say that you know there's a reason that it's discontinued; no one wants it. Uh, and that, that's why the sales numbers are low and they're just trying to get rid of the, the, you know, the overstock. Uh, the other way is, uh, as I said, that, you know, people are saying, hey, maybe, you know, I should go and look at the 2016s that are still in the lot here. Since it's 2017, they're, they're still, you know, brand new, essentially. You're buying it a brand new car. Right. Uh, it's a year older. It's got, you know, it's, it, you've saved yourself, <laughs> what, 12,000 miles or whatever the average is. <laughs> uh, if you want to look at it that way, if I had bought it a year earlier, it'd have 12,000 miles on it already. Um, Lots of different ways to look at this. Sure. Uh, let's – you know what? Let's go ahead and dive into the first one because I feel that there is a very important asterisk that has to go into the tail of the 2016 Honda CRZ. Yeah. So 
this is, as Scott said, first on the list. It was supposed to be sort of a harbinger for the return of the Honda CRX, was also supposed to show that hybrids can be cool. However, fuel economy was eh, and the performance was meh. Uh, those are the official technical <laughs> terms. Yeah, I don't think Honda released that. So they tried a couple different things. They put in some suspension upgrades. You know, you could have a supercharger, uh, but it still just wasn't catching on with the public. So after the 2016 model year, it was discontinued. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so 26 cars went to new owners this this month, meaning August of 2017. 26 cars. Now, out of, for the whole year, I guess, the total's a little bit better. They sold 624 CRZs this year. And, uh, you know, of course, the number will go up, but it won't go up a lot. I mean, you're probably seeing a falling off of the prices at the, or of the, uh, of the numbers at this point. I mean, clearly with only 26 sold that, that month. Um, you know, there's only a couple months left in the year and then it's done. Anyways, it's, it's completely done. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, I would look for, uh, the sale, I don't know how many are left on dealers' lots. That's another thing is that, you know, you, it may get to the point where, uh, you know, you have to really hunt to find one of these. You might have to do a search across country if you want one. It's a weird mission. It, it really is. I mean, but, you know, think about it. If you're in Indiana and you want to buy one and it's in Oklahoma, uh, it might be a little bit difficult to get that car. You might just have to give it up. Um, it and, goes, uh, just, just to stay with this for the asterisk here. Sure. Uh, it went at zero to 60 was about 9.5 seconds. Oh, all right. So, you know what? CR- Slower than a lot of modern minivans. Well, see, CRX, uh, you know, if you had a CRX or you have a CRX, uh, the, the CRZ was a bit of a disappointment. I mean, it, it was promising, but they just stuck with that hybrid powertrain. I don't know why they did that. I, I, no one can understand why they didn't just, you know, give it something incredible under the hood. Right. And people would have had fun with it. And I, I I don't know why they did that. Well, I, this comes to the asterisk that I, I think we would be remiss if we didn't point out here. And it is simply this. Uh, a hybrid technology being rolled out in this way is still much, much younger than any IC technology So, or the basics of IC technology. So we're seeing the same thing that happens whenever there's – any sort of new application of tech, which is that there are going to be a lot of competitors out of the gate and, you know, being an early adopter is kind of a gamble. Oh, yeah. So there are going to be a lot of there are going to be a lot of hybrid engines and we've already seen so many, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like the Chevy Volt is one of the poster kids for this argument. We've seen so many things that just didn't measure up yeah. to the expectations and with uh, the speed at which this technology is evolving, it's you can very easily make something that is rendered obsolete in a number of years. Now, when we get past this list of seven, uh, I told you that I've got a list of uh, you know discontinued cars for 2017 and 2018. We'll just kind of you know quickly run sure. through those, but yeah, you'll yeah. find you'll find some hybrids in there. You're going to find some uh, some pure EVs as well, uh, electric vehicles. So. Uh, for a variety of reasons, they, they just don't work. And, and we'll discuss a couple of them because it, it does point to, um, well, I guess, I guess old technology versus new technology, as you said, because, uh, some of the ranges on some of the EVs we'll talk about, it just puts them right out of the game. I mean, almost immediately. As soon as you get, you know, the, uh, something else that, that has a, you know, a 200 mile range and you've got a car that gets, you know, 89. Yeah. It's not going to stand up. The math just doesn't work yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. For the same price. All but right, speaking so. of vans, 
<laughs> Were you speaking of vans? All right. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Earlier you were speaking of yeah, vans. One of us so. said something yeah. about vans. <laughs> something earlier. Yeah. Uh, the Chrysler Town and Country. Yeah. Uh, was killed off in 2016. Um, now, okay, this was introduced. This is the, uh, the, the basic van, I guess, was introduced in 2008. Now, we know that this is from the long line of minivans from Chrysler that started back in, what, the 80s, I guess. We um, do have an episode and, on minivans. Yeah, with a, with a history that goes back to, what, Ford in the 1970s, yeah. if you want to put it that way. Um, but the thing is, they decided that uh, they just didn't want to continually refresh this design. It just wasn't becoming uh, a profitable profitable venture for them anymore. They weren't competitive. And so they've uh, replaced it with the Pacifica. Now, the Pacifica is I, – I think the Pacifica is a – well, it is a minivan, right? I mean, the Pacifica has become a minivan. It was a crossover. Right. Has become a minivan. Yeah. Um, but the sales on this one, you know, at the Chrysler Town and Country, pretty low for August of 2017, <sighs> ooh, right? Ooh, and how? What's the number? Uh, they, uh, there were a grand total of 17 town and country Chrysler vans sold, uh, this month, bringing the year's total to 545. Yeah, pretty low. Still pretty low for a major manufacturer to sell only 17, 17. vehicles. But again, this is just, there's probably not that many of them out there. So if you want one, go out there and look for it. Quick. You could probably get a real quick deal, uh, depending on how long they've been languishing in that lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you probably could. Because the dealers want to move well, those. Well, yeah, that's the thing. See, this might be the time to, you know, go out and make your move if you're a real uh, a slick talker, you know. You might be able to uh, to talk them out of this car for several thousand below MSRP or even even more than that, really. Yeah, it's an old thing where, you know, you buy your sweaters at the beginning of summer. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah. Why not? I go to the Halloween store. Get it. Get it. <laughs> when? When? November 1st? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. I go, uh, I get my swimsuits uh, or bathing suits, whichever you want to call them, uh, at, the, at the end of the year as well for the next year. Makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Thrifty. Just buy everything a year in advance is what we're saying. <laughs> Thrifty. All right. So here's the, uh, the next one on our list is the, oh, this is bad news for this whole brand. Scion. Scion, yeah. Zion's actually going away. Yeah. Uh, but Scion, the Scion TC in particular, low, low sales numbers, Ben. Eight sold in the Ooh. month of August of 2017. Just eight. Um, so here's the thing with the Scion TC. They say that it had sporty looks, but the driving experience never quite measured up, sacrificing sportiness for everyday usability. Yeah, I feel like in a few years, because they only had the two generations before yeah. Toyota killed it, right? Yes. So I feel like in a few years, seeing one of these roll down the road will be sort of similar to seeing a Saturn. You remember Saturns? Yeah, yeah. there's still a lot of Saturns around. Yeah, I was at a stoplight earlier. I saw I saw a Saturn, and uh, no, it wasn't one of the uh, legendary EV ones, but um, I, I saw I, – it, it gave me a double take for a mm-hmm. second because – I saw it, and they had been keeping it in good condition uh, to the point where I was like, "Oh, that's I forgot those. I forgot those existed." We, for a while, we had some coworkers that drove those uh, up until very recently. Yeah, um, but uh, but yeah, it, you know, it's still a bit rare. You're right; it's still a bit rare to see them around. When you do, it catches your eye because it's something different. Yeah, and especially if they're in good shape like that one. I mean, uh, you know, that's unusual. I told you, I, I drove a couple of those. Right? Oh, is that right? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I. Uh... I wrecked the. 
I'll have to say it. There's no other way to say it. I wrecked the hell out of one of those things. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, I'm a, I'm alive, and the car kept me alive. But oh, it was, yeah. uh, it was one accident. I thought you meant uh, this was like repeated small accidents. No, no, there was one big one. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is this the one you wrapped around a tree? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Then I do know the car. He, okay, <laughs> I have to say it. Is this the, is this also the tree that you went back and cut down? Yes, it is. Yes, sir. <laughs> I am you're very because you're mad at the tree, right? I'm a, I was a very petty person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, plus, this, that car was you know it kept me alive, but uh, yeah, it yeah. crinkled up like tissue paper. Uh, oh man! Well, I guess it did its job, right? So uh, it, crumple zones. So you, uh, you'll probably see scions. Uh, you know, hopefully anybody who has one of these will be able to keep it running because it wasn't really a, a sports car. Even though it was a coupe, it felt more like a daily driver. Yeah, yeah. And the good news is if you do like the Scion brand, a lot of those Scion vehicles will be sold as Toyota cars. So uh, the Scion FRS model will return, but it's going to be called a Toyota 86. Uh, but the TC simply didn't make the cut. It's not going to uh, not going to be run uh, this time next year, unless you find an old one on a lot somewhere, you know, mm-hmm. a dealer lot, which probably could get a great deal on, right? Um, so, anyways, there's a there's a special release, there's a special series for the final final TC. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a uh, release series 10.0. Uh, it's like a special edition that they created for this. And again, they only sold eight of these over the last month, meaning August of 2017. So, just I mean, the total for the entire year, 189. And these numbers may sound small, but when we return from our break, we are going to see numbers that make this look like a uh, a gangbuster sales month. From big manufacturers, too. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. We have returned. Scott, 
Scott, Scott, Scott. What do you think of Cadillacs? I love Cadillacs. Yeah? Yeah, I do. I, I, I like Cadillacs. I've never owned one. I've known people that have owned them. You, your dad owned one for a while. Yeah, he owns a couple. He yeah, oh, oh, he still does. Um, yeah. yeah, okay. Well, they're great cars. What do you think of them? Do you, do you like them? Yeah, I like them. Um, I, they may not be sort of the car for me, but uh, mm-hmm. also I would say it depends on the model. Yeah. Heavily. Yeah, there's a few that I'm not too fond of. There's a few that I'm really fond of. And, of course, I like the old classics. You know, I, I adore some of those giant old cars. I don't know where this comes from because I used to really only, only like small cars. Small, sporty. And I, and I still do like small and sporty, but there's just something about those giant old Cadillacs you see driving around town. You know, the big Boss Hog Cadillacs. Yeah, with, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, know, the, uh, uh, you know, the convertible top and the real low to the ground. Sure. And, um, you know, they maybe, maybe even have the horns on the hood, that kind of vehicle. Mm-hmm. Huge cars. I've seen a bunch of them around town uh, over the last decade or so. Uh, they're kind of big down here in the south, you know, the, these, uh, yeah, these old cruisers, sure. right? And sometimes, sometimes you'll see the old lady driving, you know, on Sunday or Saturday with a pristine car from, you know, the 1970s. Uh, looks like it's just been washed and waxed. It's oh, yeah. perfect. I mean, looks showroom new. And uh, you can barely see somebody behind the wheel. You know, you just see the knuckles on top of the driving. Mm-hmm. But it's it's sometimes you know it's like uh it's like seeing a white whale, I guess. You know. Yeah, it go that. But those cars only go out on like Sunday for church and then Thursday for Bible study. Yeah. you know what I well, mean. Well, exactly, and that's why they're in that condition, and that's they're only taken out of the garage. They don't even get dusty, really. Right. Uh, that's the kind of that's the kind of Cadillac I like, but. Uh, there's another type <laughs> there's of Cadillac that, uh, of Cadillac. yeah, <laughs> okay, well, the Cadillac SRX. So this is a, yeah. um, I, I guess, is it a crossover or is it a full SUV? Um, I, I guess it's be a, uh, looks like a big full SUV, SUV. It's a bigger one. Yeah, it's um, bigger. And it was at one point among Cadillac's best selling models. And it was a significant departure from uh, its CTS-based predecessor, especially with the switch being uh, from rear or all-wheel drive to front or all-wheel drive. Mm-hmm. And it also lost the V8 option. Yeah, and that's the thing because when it lost that V8 option, it turned the sales slump around for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has a successor, of course, the XT5, mm-hmm. and that uses the same layout as the SRX, but it's – Continuing uh, this month or the month of August there, uh, there was a grand total of – I'm not going to make you guess because we are we have the same resource notes. Uh, yeah. It's low. It's lower. It, like think of a number. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's lower than that. Uh, it was only five. There were only five sales for the whole month. Again, that's from Cadillac itself. Now, this is hard to believe because this was, as we said – Early on, it was one of Cadillac's best-selling models. Now, the big manufacturer, Cadillac, obviously General Motors with, with General Motors behind them, um, f- to sell five in one month, that's pretty low. And the, the total sales for the year, 152. Now, <laughs> I, I, again, I have to believe that this is just a case of, you know, they're not making them anymore. They're, they're just, they just aren't out there. People aren't seeing them on the lot. They're not buying them. Um, you know, the ones that are bought, they're probably trying to find them from elsewhere, you know, bring them in, have yeah. them shipped from somewhere. So, uh, so five, uh, that might be, uh, <laughs> the way it goes for a while, maybe even through the end of the year until they're just completely gone from the, the lot, you know? Yeah. Uh, so here's a, <laughs> here's another one from Cadillac. And I yeah. gotta tell you, this one is no surprise to me. This one, this one comes as zero surprise. So it's another Cadillac vehicle with even lower sales numbers. And of course, it's a car that's been discontinued. This is the Cadillac ELR. 
Now, we've talked about the ELR a couple of times on this podcast. Yeah. Um, I've spotted a couple of them here in Atlanta. <laughs> there really aren't that many around. That's the thing. I mean, um, they've always had really, really slow and low sales. Because people thought that they were paying uh, sort of an upmarket price for an economy car. Do you, do you know how much they were? Uh, how much? Okay, were they? They, I they think were, we talked about this. They were they're seventy five thousand dollars. Oh, that's okay. Why. So seventy five. There's seventy five thousand dollars, and and you have to remember, you know, this is going back a full year. So going back to November of 2016, there's an article uh, that I have a quote from here that says uh, only 500 models were sold in the first six months of 2016. So Cadillac reduced the price by ten thousand dollars, in addition to a seven thousand five hundred dollar federal tax credit. But that still wasn't enough to promote the sales activity for this vehicle. So, you know, they were trying to save it last year. Uh, you know, of course, the, the federal tax credit, that's something different because, you know, it's an electric vehicle. Uh, but for Cadillac to reduce the price by ten grand on a $75,000 car and they still couldn't sell it, that, that goes to show you something. Wow. I mean, as, as you said, you know, they, it's just an economy car underneath uh, the Cadillac out, out, you know, the exterior, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It only sold for what two model years, I think total, and even even so, in between those two years, the two model years that it was sold, there was a there was a break. There were, yeah, there were not two consecutive years. Yeah, isn't that strange? So so the sales for the Cadillac ELR in the month of August of 2017, just one car, one car, and that person is joining a fairly exclusive club. They are one of 17 people to buy one in 2017. Only 17 in all of 2017. And I can kind of understand it because, you know, it's got the, uh, it's got that signature Cadillac hood in appearance, but. Yeah, it's like the slab sides and the wedge look a little bit to yeah. it. It's a, it's a good looking car. I think it looks nice on the outside, but I uh, would I, but it's not, it's uh, not a Cadillac. Would I pay 75 grand for a, an electric Cadillac? <laughs> no, I don't think so, but we've, we've discussed that before. Now, oh my gosh, the next one on the list, this one, I couldn't even believe I was reading this name when I, when I read it. Yeah. This is an oddball. This car, uh, it, it's surprising. This, this is the, the reason it's surprising is because it hasn't been around for about three years. This one's this one was gone three years ago. This one car appeared on somebody's lot. This is the the Dodge Avenger. The last model year for the Dodge Avenger was in 2014. Yeah. So when I saw Dodge Avenger, I thought, oh man, I've got bad information here. I've, I've messed up. I've I've clicked to a different list or something. I didn't think that could be right, but somebody found a Dodge Avenger on someone's new car lot and and bought it. So this is likely. <laughs> no, you know what? Here's here's the other oddball part about this. This isn't the only one that sold in 2017. There were 11 other people this year that bought Dodge Avengers, even though they ended back in 2014. So a 2014 model year. Mm -hmm. How weird is that? I mean, do you think do you think they went to the lot looking for something else? I, you know what, <laughs> and I, settled for the Avenger. I have no idea how this would happen. I mean, maybe a couple of the others on our list that we've already read will end up like this too. You know, in three years from now. Someone might be, you know, looking for a, an electric vehicle and find an old ELR sitting on some Cadillac lot, a dealer somewhere. Yeah, uh, you know, dealer's lot, I should say, <laughs> not sitting on the dealer. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> slip of the tongue. Well, hopefully not. Yeah, slip of the tongue. Not yeah. a uh, weird, morbid prophecy. No, 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 no. There's still one more vehicle on this list. It is the former flagship of Volvo, the S80, discontinued in twenty. 
16. Yeah, now this is a car that was, it used to be available, you could get a, a, a you know, an inline six or you could even get a V8 in this car if you wanted. Uh, the final year only presented turbocharged, they had a turbocharged four cylinder, uh, for the final year. Um, finally it was, re- uh, it was replaced by something, a, a new modern ve- version of the same vehicle, really, the S90. I shouldn't say the same vehicle, but it's replaced by a newer vehicle. Um, so, you know, it's, it's just going away. Simply the S80s are going to be gone. The S90s are coming in. Um, same with, <laughs> same with the EL- ELR and the Avenger. Only one S80 was sold this entire month, meaning August of 2017. There's so, a reason this is our closer for this list. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> total sales for this year, six. Six cars. Six cars for the whole year. So, uh, again, I'm hoping that it's just a matter of, you know, they they're just aren't there on the, on the lots. I hope that's what's going on. Um, I hope that, you know, they're not going to end up with hundreds of cars left over, you know, uh, otherwise they're going to have a big fire sale. You know? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and you could be part of it. Write to them and let us know how your experience goes. Yeah. You know, all these cars that we've, that we've read, you know, maybe search online, see if you can get some deals on them. That's, uh, that's kind of the way this works. Um, is that, you know, you find, find what they don't want on their lots anymore and you go for that and, uh, you're likely to get a pretty good deal. Um, Ben, I've got, uh, I got a couple more lists here and no need to go as in depth as we did on, you know, I don't know if that's in depth, but, uh, no need to really expand on, all of these as I go through them. But if they find, if you find something that you want me to stop at, just tell me. We can discuss. Um, otherwise, I'll just kind of run through a few of these and see if any of these surprise you or if any are, are shockers, really. All right. Well, uh, while I prepare myself to see if I'm going to run into the deal of a lifetime, let's pause for a word from our sponsor. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. 
And we're back. Scott, as you see, I have prepared myself. I've got a, a fresh cup of coffee, a couple uh, stacks of hundreds. My, my accountant. You're ready to buy. Yeah, my yeah. accountant is here. You look ready. Thank you. You look ready. All right. So we were going to <laughs> list off some cars that were discontinued in 2017. So um, some of these, there's a mix of cars here, I guess, that, um, you know, some that were built up until about 2016 and then ended with the 2017 model year. Yeah. Some that are going to continue through the end of this year. And we're going to get to some that will uh, be gone in 2018 eventually. But I'll tell you when we switch over to that I, one. I've got a few as well. I want to see if we have the same list. Here. All right. So uh, I, these are from a variety of places, you know, like Road and Track, Motor Trend. Uh, the Houston Chronicle, places like that. They're yeah. they're from all over the place, so uh, I won't credit each one. But uh, the first one on our list here is the Dodge Viper. Uh, now the Dodge Viper, that's a that's. I mean, it's a sad day when they don't make Dodge Viper anymore. It really is. I've been upset about this one for a couple of years. I knew it was going to go away. Um, it's been around since 1992, and uh, it's, man, you know what? Just can I tell you something? Yeah, lay Just, it on me. This is we're already getting sidetracked here, but right. uh, we've had many of these during our this episode. This morning I went to a, uh, a classic auto warehouse and I spent a lot of time. I spent a few hours there actually this morning, just kind of wandering around and uh, looking at their stock. It's a huge, huge place up in I think it's in Alpharetta, Georgia. Uh-huh. Um, could be a little bit farther north than, uh, from that. Um, I'll think of the name of it in just a minute. <laughs> sure. But anyways, it, it, it's the type of place where they have you know maybe it seemed like two hundred cars. You know, a ton of cars, and they're all in excellent condition, you know, driving condition. Uh, none of them are project cars or anything like that. But the prices range from, you know, a hundred grand for a '55 Chevy that's immaculate. Uh, you know, it's like a, a pro street car or something. Uh, down to, you know, an, uh, an $8,000 pickup truck that could be like a, a shop truck for somebody. Yeah. So there's a little bit of everything in there, and uh, one of the cars that they had there was a first gen uh, Dodge Viper. An RT10 Viper, and just it's still a gorgeous, beautiful car. It's one of those cars, though. Like you know, the price seems like well, you know, you you could do it. It's one that we've talked about that uh, you probably should straight, you know, kind of stay away from if you've uh, <laughs> if you've got the notion to uh, to buy one, and it kind of puts you at the end of your uh, your budget. Yeah, and, you know, if you don't have the money in reserve to to fix it to maintain it. Uh, it's one that you definitely should should avoid. And I saw a couple of the old 1980s uh, Rolls Royce cars. Oh yeah, that we had talked about. Yeah, you know, yeah. they look beautiful, but and, and tempting. But uh, there's just no way, no way I'd do it because of Rolls Royce maintenance. Oh man, man, you don't want a Royce, Scott? No, oh I do, but um, come on, I don't want to pay Rolls Royce prices when I take it into the shop. You know, that's, they're maddeningly the the cost of buying the vehicle alone is. Uh, Dangerously low. Yeah, it really is. There were a couple. There, there were a couple there. There were some that had high prices as well. You know, some some real old, uh, uh, beautiful ones with the, the flowing fenders, and you know, of course, yeah. the, the spirit of ecstasy on the hood, and it's just beautiful cars. But um, anyways, I thought I'd tell you what I was up to this morning. But it's just that's just crazy. This morning, what time was, did you get there? Uh, I got there early this morning. I don't know. It was around nine thirty, nine wow. something like that, and wandered around for a while and. Um, Made you know, a nuisance of myself there. The rest of us were here at the office. <laughs> I know you were. <laughs> well, I was thinking about this podcast, really. And, uh, and you know, so I'm wandering around this uh, this warehouse, and I'm, I'm looking, and, you know, that Viper is just, yeah, it's just such a beautiful car. And, again, that was the first gen. Yeah. Um, I know they progressed a lot from there. I don't know what gen they ended up on. I can't remember. It was like five or something. Um, 
but uh, but still low numbers, I guess. Um, I think there was this, in 2015. I think they were down to selling about 500 a year or something like that. It was a pretty low. And in 2014, I think so. A year prior to that, even uh, the numbers were something like 760. It was never really a high volume car. Right. Uh, it was a hand built car. But uh, it's still gorgeous anyways. But it's gone for 2017, so you won't see any more of those around. Uh, you'll see it on all these discontinued lists. Um, another one, oh, here's a Rolls-Royce. Uh, this is a brand-new Rolls-Royce, though, from the, from the factory, not like what we're talking about. Right. Um, this comes from a 2016 article, so they're con- discontinued for 2017, I think, so this will be the last year. Uh, the Rolls-Royce Phantom Coupe and Drophead Coupe. Uh, both of them were discontinued in 2017, and it marks the end of... Um, to mark, oh, to mark the end of production, I should say, uh, they've come out with a, a special version of this, a special edition of both of these variants called the Phantom Zenith. Uh, Zenith meaning the pinnacle or the peak. Yeah. So, uh, so it makes sense that they would end on that. But, um, I like this quote. This is, uh, this is from, uh, the director of design at Rolls Royce. And, uh, that person says, as the name promises, Zenith will be the pinnacle, the best of its kind, the highest standard achievable, by which everything else is judged. And I think that they said something like, you know, cars of this magnitude will not be seen ever again or something like that. They're really talking these two kind, you know, these two cars up. And it's only going to be a a limited run, right? There're only 50. Yeah. that they're creating. Exactly. Just 50 cars. So, uh, you know, if you're one of the lucky ones to get your hands on one of those 50 vehicles, uh, it's really apparently something very special. By way of contrast, however, if you want to go for uh, something a little bit different, uh, why not get a Dodge Dart? <laughs> well, I think we're looking at the same list, Ben, because that's the next on my list too. <laughs> now, the Dodge Dart, um, okay, the problem with this one is that just after a, a four-year model run, Fiat Chrysler Automobiles has pulled the plug on the Dodge Dart, so it's gone. Um, I'm kind of surprised by this one. It seems like you know these uh, these compact models, these, uh, these I, I guess you would call it um, – uh, economy, not really economy cars. There's a little more to them than that. They're, yeah. they're, they're sort of an economy car. Um, I'm surprised that it didn't have a longer life than it did. It just seems like uh, it hasn't been around for that long. Uh, but anyways, that, that's, uh, it's gone as is, as we mentioned, well, we talked about the town and country, but the Dodge Grand Caravan is also gone. It's one of the original minivans. Yeah. Um, you know, popular in 1980s, but it's just simply done. It's run its course. It's over. Uh, the Volkswagen, I've heard this called EOS or EOS, um, Volkswagen uh-huh. is gone. That's the, uh, that's the convertible, you know, the hardtop convertible that they've sold for a long, long time. Was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> was popular for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, uh, but it's gone. I guess it had, uh, it just poor sales. So they decided to drop that one. I think there's, I kind of feel like there's a, a move away from convertibles at this point in history. It seems like uh, a lot of manufacturers are, are dumping anything convertible that they have. Not all of them. But, no, no, but, there will always be some. Yeah, there will always there'll, be a few around, but it yeah. feels like a lot of manufacturers are just pushing away from their convertibles for some reason. Maybe it's just uh, – it could be low sales. could be that uh, – I don't know. Maybe is it's, it could be safety. Is it a consumer thing? Are people also – is there – Lower market demand. I, I, I sort feel, of like when everybody stopped buying waterbeds. Well, yeah, I, guess, I kind of feel like it's a sales thing. Like I just don't think people are buying convertibles at the numbers that they did in the past. Yeah, because if it were manufacturer, and I would feel that would be the most likely. Without looking at the sales data, I would feel like that would be the most likely uh, cause of it. Because if it were some 
Highway Safety Administration stuff, you know, then they would have been public about it. Yeah. Convertibles are expensive to build as well. And keep working. Keep a working order. (laughs) And maintain, I guess. Yeah, you're right. right, Uh, There's also the Hyundai Equus, which I'm I'm kind of – if only for the name alone, I'm uh, (laughs) – I'm glad to see it go. That name always confused me. A big sedan, but you know, it's still going to be around. Really, it's just going to be rebranded as something called the G90. Right. Um, and then Under the Genesis. Yeah. Right. Well, then there's also the Hyundai Genesis. Yeah. Uh, and that car will be renamed the G80. In uh, well, actually, it already has been renamed the G80 in 2017. And then, uh, oh, here's one: um, the Lincoln MKS. Now, Lincoln kind of they, they did a rework on just about all of their cars for 2017. Yeah, and they decided to just simply dump out of the uh, the MKS. So, um, I think I feel I want to say that's one of their smaller vehicles. It is. I like the for sedans. I like the bigger town cars. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's gone for now. Or gone for actually, now. gone for good. Really, probably they're not going to bring it back. Uh, here's a surprise. Aston Martin, the DB9, is going away. This is one that's been around for a long time. It was unveiled in 2003. Um, it was designed by a guy named Ian Callum and Henrik Fisker. Uh, it, was, it had a 13-year run, Ben. This long. is really weird to me, yeah. Yeah, 13 years in production, but it's not going to be in production anymore. And um, according to Car and Driver's Andrew Wendler, its place in the lineup will be filled by a similarly styled and somewhat larger 2017 DB11. So... Uh, it's not, it, it's going away, but not completely gone. If you want to look at it that way, a, uh, you know, similarly styled vehicle will be out there called the DB 11. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the market for an Aston Martin, Ben, an Aston Martin DB nine, you know, just kind of hang on for a couple months by the DB 11. <laughs> it's all covered. Don't worry. Yeah. Patience is key here. Yeah. Maybe, maybe company car. What do you think? They do that here? Company cars? I mean, if they do, I haven't, I don't have one. Yeah. You don't have a company car? I don't know. Do they still do that in a lot of places? I mean, it seems like, you know, when you get a job offer, you get a company car, maybe a membership to the club, you know, the country club. Right. Well, when you – they gave me a car when I started working here. Oh, I'm pretty sure Alex got a car oh, too. Boy. This is bad news. I'm going to have to talk to management right well, after Well, but this. Alec got a Pontiac Aztec. <laughs> it's really – it's a random – it's a random system. It's assigned based on what – the other people left in the parking lot when they when they left the I, job. I understand. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe. Uh, boy, now I don't know if I want to talk to management or not. I might be better off without an Aztec. I will warn you. There was one beat up Geo Metro down there. Oh, then I'm not talking. So for sure. uh, play your cards right. All right. Well, here's one that I would like as a company car: a BMW Z4. But it's gone. There's not going to be a Z4 anymore. The good news is, though, there will be a 2018 Z5 on its way. And I'm liking this trend of. Uh, I'm liking this trend of progress with models just evolving, mm-hmm. right, to to create a new entry in the line or new generation. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. So instead of just coming out with a new generation, I guess, uh, uh, th- this is what they're doing. But I guess in the case of the uh, the Z4, it kind of is the new generation that's evolving, right? The, the new generation will be the Z5. Yeah. In a way. I mean, I, I don't know, maybe not a redesigned Z4, but it's an, mm. it's an all-new Z5. Yeah. That's a better way to say it. One would hope, right? Yeah. Uh, here's one I wanted to interject. Uh, I don't know if this made your list. The Mini Paceman? I guess that's uh, that's somewhat of a surprise to me, though, Ben. I mean, really? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm just surprised that, you know, any of the Mini line is going away. But I, are, are they st- – okay. I'm going to get on my soapbox again about this, and okay. I won't I, keep I, it too long. But you know <laughs> what I'm going to ask, man? I do. How much bigger can they get? And still be called minis. Uh-huh. Like at which point is it this ironic uh, uh, Little John 
from Robin Hood kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I feel the same way. Because remember when we did the mini story and you look at the earliest examples of minis, which were actually miniature? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I don't know. All right. Well, I, I understand know. what you're saying about this one. And this one in particular, this is a, it's kind of a big bloated vehicle, I guess, for mini when, when you look at the brand as a whole, I guess. Uh, this is a, um, they call it the cousin of the five door countryman, which is a crossover SUV. Right. And uh, the thing is that the, the paceman, had less utility because it only had three doors instead of the five that the countryman offered. So I guess right. it kind of makes sense, you know, that uh, it's tougher to get in and out of if you want to, you know, access that back seat. Um, a lot of buyer, a lot of buyers just simply chose, um, you know, minis for their usefulness, for their practicality. Uh, but the paceman, uh, you know, just wasn't giving them that utility that they needed. <laughs> right. Well, I, you know, I know what you're saying about Mini not being so many anymore as well. Yeah. Um, here's another one uh, on the list. The Chrysler 200. Chrysler 200 is gone as well. So um, gone with the wind. Yeah. This yeah. was the uh, this was the update to the Sebring line of vehicles back in 2011, and uh, that's one that we talked we talked about this one in the uh, Easter Egg Show. I think. Remember, I it think had so. the yeah. 200 is the one that had the skyline where they omitted the. Uh, the Renaissance Center, which is, <laughs> which is Chevrolet's headquarters. Um, kind of a funny move on their part, I thought. But, um, anyways, this, uh, this vehicle's been discontinued after just two years. Uh, Fiat Chrysler Automobiles just kind of decided to throw in the, throw in the towel and decided they were going to stop building them back in, uh, I think it was in December they quit building them. Uh, but they're officially gone as of this year. So you'll probably find a, a few of them, you know, on, on dealer lots around, but. That's about it. Um, got a lot more if you want to get to yeah. here. So there's a uh, just do, let's do these quick and and stop me if you want. Okay, all right. That's what I promised before. How about I stop it. interrupting? All right, <laughs> all right. So for 2018, the list is uh, is a little bit longer. Uh, Buick Verano is gone. That's a, a sedan that was built from 2012 to 2017. The Chevy uh, Chevrolet SS is going to be gone. My, my voice is going away now. The Chevrolet SS yeah. is going to be gone uh, this year. So it's for, it was only built from 2014 to 2017, and it just simply wasn't all that popular. There were really – I mean, it's a great car, uh, but only a few, as they've said, loyalists uh, wanted <laughs> – you know, decided that they were going to purchase this vehicle. It's like I mean, a revolutionary it, faction. Well, you know, it's funny. It, it's like if you didn't know about the car, you didn't know that it was on the lot, you might just overlook it. It didn't look – Anything. It didn't look really spectacular. It didn't. It. It's kind of like um. It's a. It's a big full size sedan. Of course, it's a lot faster and more expensive than the Impala is. But um. It just didn't have the sales numbers that they needed in order to keep it around. Um. The Hyundai Azera is also gone. Uh. So again, this the run for that one is 2006 to 2017. Um. You know, this one, I think this one still will be around. It's just not going to be sold in the North America market. So if you live elsewhere, you might see this sold as something called the Grandeur. Um, uh, the Infiniti QX70 is going to be gone as well. It's It's been around from, I think it's four model years from 2013 to 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of a midsize crossover SUV vehicle, but uh, that one's gone. This one is a surprise. The Jeep Patriot is gone. They're, they've decided to dump out on the Patriot, and they've kind of um, doubled up on their Jeep Compass efforts. Now, you might not like the styling of the Compass, but they have redesigned the Compass, so it's going to look all new. And so the Patriot is the one that they're going to get rid of. Um, just kind of a surprise move. I, I I don't know. I feel like the Patriot had more of that old classic Jeep military look You know, to me. I mean, the, the Compass didn't have that, but maybe now. Who knows? I, I haven't seen the new Compass yet, so... 
Not sure what they're going to do with that one. Um, oh, here's one of the uh, the hybrids that we talked about. It's a um, Lexus CT200H, uh, which is a, a compact hybrid hatchback. And uh, the problem with this was that they introduced it back in 2011. And in 2011, you'll remember that gas prices were somewhere north of $4 a gallon right, in yeah. a lot of places here in the United States. And um, – I mean, just simply put, uh, people just simply don't need that or want that anymore. And, uh, you know, not only that, this is a, an expensive luxury hatchback, if you can call a hatchback a luxury vehicle, yeah. um, made by Lexus, and it, it's very expensive to buy. So, um, I kind of understand why that one is going away. Uh, oh, here's the next one. Okay. So we, we also said that we we're going to talk about some electric vehicles going away, and there's a, a few, maybe a couple on this list. The first one is a bit of a surprise. It's the Mercedes-Benz B-Class electric drive, and, but, and now that I've said that, maybe maybe it's not a bit of a surprise because uh, the range on this one is just 87 miles. Which, again, going to our earlier example, uh, simply cannot compete with the range or capabilities of some other electric vehicles. Yeah, like look at the look at the Chevy Bolt or the uh, the Tesla Model Three that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those have 200 miles per charge, and this one is uh, you know an 87 miles per charge. It's just simply. A car, it's a subcompact EV, by the way. Uh, it's just a, a car that has simply outlived its, uh, um, technology, I guess, maybe. Or is that a way? It's, uh, yeah, I guess it's outlived its dated technology, maybe. That's, right, yeah. Uh, it's uh, outlived its welcome, maybe. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, here's another one. The Mitsubishi I'm, I have trouble with this one all the time. Imiev, I-M-I-E-V. That's how it's spelled. Um, this is that really kind of unusual sh- egg-shaped car that Mitsubishi makes. Uh-huh. Um, it's a city car of sorts, but it only goes 59 miles per charge. Uh, so it doesn't make much sense to keep that one in the lineup as well. It's only been around since 2012, so it's a very short run for that one. But that's an unusual-looking car. You still see a few around town if you live in a bigger city. Um, but, man, just that's an unusual – I'm going to say, Ben, that's an ugly car. That's an ugly car. Right? Oh, oh. Yeah, I'm calling the baby ugly. That's a that that IMEA vehicle is, a, is an ugly vehicle. <laughs> Very strange looking. One that isn't ugly though from Mitsubishi is the Lancer, and the Lancer is gone for 2017, uh, for 2018, I should say. It's going to be built through the 2017 model year. Um, I, I don't know. It's kind of surprised. I think a lot of people are really going to miss the uh, the Evolution series of cars. You know, the ones that were featured in, uh, I don't know if they're featured, but I guess they were in the Fast and Furious movies. And, yeah. Uh, you know, the, the tuner cars, I guess, that people saw on the streets. I see a lot of these around. Uh, but Mitsubishi, I guess, is focusing on its SUVs instead of this. But they are going to have a replacement for this one. Uh, but they're, again, their thrust is going to be towards SUVs from this point forward. Um, but this, uh, they are going to have a new crossover vehicle that uh, will replace the Lancer in the lineup, and it's called the Eclipse Cross. And I don't have any idea what the Eclipse Cross looks like, but um, other than the fact that it sounds like an anime, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right. I guess we'll uh, we'll find out soon enough. Um, all right, let's just do these fast. So okay. The, the Nissan Quest is gone. One more minivan bites the dust. Smart for two is gone. I can't believe that one. That's a, <laughs> that's. I'm surprised. That's a, that's one from 2008. Um, this is the smallest, the cheapest Mercedes Benz that you can buy. Um, unfortunately, you know, it had that little 89 horsepower engine, uh, which required premium fuel. That's a big part of it. That is a huge part of it. Now, it, um, the good news is, I guess, if you like that style of vehicle and that size of vehicle, they are going to offer their all electric drive version of that. But you're not going to be able to get a gas powered smart for two after 2017. Yeah. Hmm. 
strange. Uh, what's right. next? Volkswagen? Volkswagen. The CC's gone. That's probably not big news or new news to anybody. I mean, I think they've had low sales uh, for a long time, uh, especially this year, I guess. It's kind of a low-volume car for them. They never really sold a lot of them. Uh, sales were down 46% in the first seven months of 2017. And uh, the thing is that Passat is uh, is really close to the same shape and size of that vehicle. It's a, it's a little bit smaller, uh, but it's a lot more affordable. And it, it outsells the CC by a 40 to 1 ratio in the United States. Wow. 40 to 1. No doubt. You know, there's no reason uh, for them to keep the CC in the lineup anymore. So uh, that is gone after 2017. There's going to be a new vehicle that replaces the CC in 2018 called the Arteon. And um, another Volkswagen. <sighs> Boy, I'm running out of breath, Ben, and running out of vo- out of my voice here. But um, the last one on the list, or my list anyway, is the Volkswagen Touareg. Yeah. And uh, this is a this is one of the first upsale upscale crossovers that was introduced back in way back in 2004. Um, it's sort of a sporty but luxurious vehicle. It's I guess it's being replaced by a new vehicle called the Atlas. So, uh, again, a lot of these cars, as we've read, you know, they're going away. Something else will take its place, something brand new, instead of just trying to reshape and redo what they've already got that's right. not working. Right. Uh, and hopefully, at least the plan is that these the successors of these cars will rise in popularity and gain a larger percent of market share and be ultimately better vehicles for their owners. Yeah. You know, there's probably a lot more that there we're not are. Reading. There are so many more. A lot of cars that are going away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's by that's completely not a, uh, a I should say that's not a complete 2018 list there that I gave you, obviously. Yeah. There's going to be a lot more that uh, that come to light, too, uh, as the year goes on here. As we get into 2018, uh, you'll see, you know, a, a surprising list of vehicles that, you know, every year it's always kind of a surprise. Like, right. the, the Smart for Two really surprised me. Um, I, I wish the Viper was a surprise to me. I knew about that for a couple of years. I think everybody did. Um, it's, there are a couple of shockers on the list, I think. And, uh, and of course there will be as the new year approaches too. But, um, anyways, I hope that gives you an idea. Somebody an bought idea. a Dodge Avenger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I hope that gives everybody an idea of, you know, the, the, um, the speed at which things move here in the, in the auto industry. Oh, I mean, sure. Uh, it's, you know, sure, a couple of these are maybe three, four or five years old uh, when they go away. But others, you know, some of these that I've read off here, some of them had a, you know, 17 or even a 20-year history, and they're gone after this year. Or even entire brands have gone away. That's always a shock when a brand goes away. Yeah. I mean, like, think about when Plymouth went away recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pontiac went away. Also. Yeah. Eagle, the Eagle brand, that wasn't that long ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Saturn. One of my, uh, one of my buddies used to have an Eagle Talon, and I thought that was, I thought it was a cool car. You know, Eagle, Eagle was one of those brands that, uh, you know, I, I worked at Chrysler, you know, at the time when that went away. Uh-huh. And it was one of those brands that they were saying, you know, numbers like we had read today for the, for the Cadillacs, you know, like, the, you know, when they sold five for the month. Yeah. It was like, you know, some of these entire dealerships had sold three vehicles, and we were, you know, middle of the year. It was uh, that that was the the point. So that it it was one of those that just had to go. I mean, and, you know, yeah. there, there was no it was, what the writings on the wall. The uh, it's in the cards. What are the what are sure. the other sayings? I don't know the I don't know the sayings. Uh, but let's make up some some new ones. The spaghetti's already all over the floor. <laughs> Not bad. That's a. I'll, we'll stick with that. The one. spaghetti's all all over the it floor. It was on, it was already on the floor. <laughs> all right. Well, now that we have invented uh, a new saying and explored. Uh, some of these 
technically gone, but physically still around vehicles, uh, we would like to hear from you. Are you one of the, uh, six to 17 people who bought a particular vehicle. If so, I hope you got a deal. I'd like to hear about it and hear about, you know, your decision because oftentimes people will buy a vehicle knowing already that it's uh, been discontinued. Um, maybe this, maybe this show will encourage somebody to search, you know, to seek out some of these vehicles that that we've read uh, because again, that's where the deals are to be had. Yeah. And for the record, I get the sense that a lot of people didn't care for the newer Dodge Dart because it still – it gave them uh, – it was reminiscent of the Neon to them. Yeah. I can understand that. Did you ever drive a Neon? I have driven a Neon, yes. Yeah. It wasn't mine, but yeah. uh, I've driven a few of them, yeah. When I was a kid, um, I was in Puerto Rico and my parents had uh, picked up a uh, a purple Dodge Neon. Oh. And it was just this is a rental car. Yeah, it was it was just rough, you know. Oh man, I was too young to drive, but I drove around a little bit. You anyway. know, the, you know the neon. That's one that uh, the first model year. Um, there was somebody who I worked with that, that owned one, and they they said that uh, the car was making them sick as they drove it, and they couldn't understand. <laughs> it was like, giving them a headache. They felt nauseous when they when they drove their car. And it turns out that the uh, the windshield had a flaw that happened to line up right with where this person's eyesight was, um, it's like like right in line with their eyes uh-huh. on the road. And it was this it caused this weird distortion in the glass. And uh, so it was a legit thing. They took it back to the uh, dealer and got a new windshield put in. And everything was fine. That's it was just crazy. Yeah, it really was. But it, I mean, for them to spot that and to understand what happened, you know, like why that happened. I don't know if they were, you know, one day looking at a, you know, a vertical line and it looked like it was skewed in some way or, yeah. or what. I don't know how you determine that your, your windshield's got a flaw in it like that, but, um, that's a strange thing to, you know, get in your car and it, even in the driver's seat to ma- have it make you motion sick. You know, cause yeah. usually you, you experience motion sickness from the passenger seat or the back seat. Uh, drivers rarely get motion sickness. It's, it's pretty, you know, it's an unusual occurrence. It seems dangerous too. Yeah, it really does. And, and, I didn't understand it either until I saw it, and then I understood exactly what she was talking about. Uh, well, strange. Yeah, let us know if you are a current owner of these, uh, of any of these vehicles, or if there's a really important one that you think should also be mentioned uh, along, or added to our list. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can find us on Facebook and uh, what's the other one? Scott, Twitter. Twitter, yeah. Where we're in car stuff. HSW. I don't know why I blanked there. Seems like there's so much social media stuff going on. All yeah. Yeah, it's always changing. It's always changing. Uh, so until Facebook and uh, Twitter get their models uh, discontinued, you can find us there. Uh, you can also send us an email directly. We are carstuff at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids, no plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. (laughs) You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Com.com slash compatibility.